You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Well, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm cold. Cold? I'm <laughs> tired of it being cold. Yes. Yeah, it warmed up a little around here, but it's uh, it's wet and rainy, and just it's one of those days you're just like, I don't want to go outside. I'm just, no. just going to plop down and just stay in. Because it's it's, it's a been mess so there. cold that once it finally dipped back to like thirty three, thirty four, it actually feels kind of nice outside. Where I'm like considering just wearing a sweatshirt. Oh yeah, I mean why not? If yeah. you can this time of year, why not? You know, I, I, yeah, I hate carrying all the layers. I mean, I saw people wearing shorts yesterday, and I'm like, you're nuts, you're insane. But again, it was sixty degrees, so it's just like, oh, oh this is, this yeah, is Tennessee. that's totally shorts weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, I'm surprised that's not light jacket weather. But I don't know. You guys seem to be getting into the 30s and stuff lately, too. So yeah, it's, it's we cold. have bipolar weather, I like to think, because one minute we're at, you know, 20 degrees. The next day we're at 60, and it's just back and forth, mm. back and forth. So we really can't seem to make up our mind around here. It's insane. And they wonder why people are sick all the time. Right? I so, know. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, what you been playing? Let's see this week. Well, you know, I hadn't played a whole lot of Red Dead, so you should be happy about that. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've been playing VR this week. Yeah, that's right. You I got had a, a, would you get an Oculus Rift, wasn't it? Yeah. A buddy of mine was very kind and, and helped me get one. And so I've been just kind of thumbing through all the free stuff, you know, not mm-hmm. committing to any one particular game. Um, and then I really like the the experiences where I don't have to do a whole lot because I don't really have that big of a play space, unfortunately. Right. So I'm kind of limited to games that'll allow me to like point at the ground and move as opposed to me moving around or front facing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did download Star Trek Bridge Crew, though, oh, because we okay. were going to give that a go on Sunday. I guess we're going to try to play that. And, uh, yeah, we're going to die a lot. That's all I could say. <laughs> like, the, the tutorial was, it overwhelmed me because there's, like, four different stations that you mm-hmm. can play. Um, and either the captain or those who are taking care of the engines or the person who's, you know, doing the directions or guiding the ship. And then one who's, um, it, I said the engines already, right? And then the other one yeah. who, like, scans the other ships. And I've already forgotten the, like, actual names for each position. But, um, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So nice. when it's working right, unfortunately, yeah. Steam VR um, had an update, obviously, this week that just kind of pooped the whole thing. And now <laughs> I can't even get Steam VR to open. So um, I guess I'm going to have to wait and just do everything through the Oculus store. Well, so I mean, do what you got to do. But you're going to have to tell me how Star Trek Bridge Crew is because I've wanted to play it for some time. But the mm-hmm. only reason I haven't put the money down on it for the PlayStation VR is because I don't have anyone to play with and I'd right. rather not play with a bunch of randos. I'd like to play with 
friends. Well, they do have a single player mode. I didn't try it because the tutorial was so long that by the time it was done, I was actually ready to go to bed because like oh, okay. it, there was a lot. There was like 12 different tutorial scenes to go through for each thing. Um, but I mean, it's perfect for my play space because I don't have to move around. It's you have, you are sitting the entire time. So, um, I'll, I'll let you know after Vaz and I give it a go on a Sunday. Um, it's not cross play, is it? Like you couldn't play with us. Uh, probably not. You know, I have a PlayStation. But it's through the Ubisoft website. We can see, we should see. We should try. But I I would, I would think, you know, where PlayStations had their staunch reputation against cross play. That's it's true. probably not happening, but you never know. We can try. We, we can, can try, we can or at try. least maybe here in the future, yeah. yeah. But I got it on sale, so I said, whatever. You know, it was yeah. half the price, so I figured I'd give it a go. Um, I mean, the fact that you said there's a single player, I might look into it a little bit more. I might consider it a lot more now. because It I didn't might know. be overwhelming. Like, it okay. seemed like it said right there, like, solo play was one of the buttons in the ship when you first open up the menu, mm-hmm. but... I mean, I don't know if that means you're having, like, is it AI, I think? Because there is some AI characters, or as the captain, you could switch to each thing if you wanted to, which I feel like that would just be way too much to, like, yeah. try to man all four stations and be the captain. I'd say maybe one station, like, maybe pick your own station, because that would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to yeah. focus on just being the captain? Do you want to focus on being the engineer, the science officer, whatever, Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that would I feel make like, though, sense. you might be forced to be the captain, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't try it, so that's to be determined, to be announced at a later date. Okay. Fair enough. But again, let me But know. it's fun. Good. What have you been up to? Uh, I'm still enjoying Ratchet and Clank. I nice. really feel like it was the game I needed to kind of refresh and cleanse my palate from a previous game. From Just Cause 3. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> again, no, I mean, I, I did enjoy my time with the game. I, I spent a lot of time with it, but it was, I just, I needed something different. I needed to change. And mm-hmm. this was such a drastic change, not just in characters, but location, everything. So it was, it was a nice, fresh change of pace. And then. Nice. Uh, I've been kind of messing around. I've been looking at some new games that I want to mess around with. Maybe littler games, smaller indie titles that maybe I missed. There was a mm-hmm. sale. Uh, it might still be going on right now if people are listening early in the morning. Mm-hmm. On the PlayStation, they did a flash sale, and it was a bunch of, oh. you know, great titles. So I did grab a few that mm-hmm. I was willing to spend a couple of bucks on because some of them were, I mean, deep discounts, like 70%. And I was like, okay. Oh, nice, yeah. So... Hopefully, in the near future, uh, I can talk about Hollow Knight, because I have yet nice. to play that. I think you'll like that. Uh, I put money down for Hello Neighbor, which I've always thought seemed very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? There was two more. And my brain is just forgetting them. I think Gravity yeah. Rush 2 was the other one, because it was like five ninety nine, And I oh, loved okay. I loved the first one. So I wanted, I've always wanted to play the second one, never got around to it. So I think that was the other one. And then, uh, oh, it was the third. I don't, have you ever heard of the Nonary Games? 
It sounds familiar, actually. Like that's that's the the title they're using now to describe the entire trilogy of games. But the okay. first one was like nine people, nine puzzles, nine doors, and I'm probably I probably didn't say that right. But it was a like a interactive novel type thing with puzzles in between, and you had to figure out. It kind of reminded me a lot of. Have you ever heard of Battle Royale? It's a book. Yes. Okay. Oh, a book. Yeah, and oh, it was a. It became a movie too. Uh, later okay. on, but I read the book before it became a movie, so I was like obsessed with it. And it's essentially the concept is you've got nine people and they are trapped in this facility, and they have to find a way out. But to do so, they have to solve these puzzles that in turn find a way to count everything down to one. And I'm hoping I'm remembering this correctly. Oh, okay. And if that means killing someone. Because they all have a number attached to uh-huh. them, they have to make that decision. And, of course, in a group of people, you're going to have to die. No one wants to die. So everyone goes into a panic. Things, chaos ensues. And it's it's a great idea. Uh-huh. And then they pull it off in the story, and it's, it's really cool. And then there was a second one, which, again, the name Zero Time Dilemma. That actually might be the one that I got. But there was a second one, and then it kind of plays out with new people, but then scatterings of the story prior. Like the the main character, the the guy who's trapped everybody, his name, he just goes by Zero. Uh He orchestrates this, or we assume it's the same guy, but again, it can't be the same guy for logical reasons in the story, you'll find out. But... New people, they remember hearing something about this game. Then the story unfolds more and more and more. And then it just kind of goes into this bit of chaos. This, The second game, they actually opened up and used the uh, Schrodinger's Cat scenario for a lot of ideas. And I think that's the very first time I actually got exposed to that idea. And I became fascinated with it. So I started researching it more and more and more. And Mm -hmm. so how that entire thing plays out, it kind of goes off the rails a little bit, but it's still fun. It's still a great story. Yeah, and then that of course, sounds interesting. This one, I actually got it for the the Vita at one point, but I don't play my Vita, and I was just like, I'm never going to get around to playing this, and I want to finish it. So mm-hmm. here it is, very very cheap for the PlayStation Four, and I thought, you know what? Why don't I just get it here and I'll finish it? I'll actually play it because it'll be there all the time. So. Hopefully I can finally finish the story, but I would like to go back and play the other ones just for the sake of remembering characters, mm-hmm. because I remember there being characters in this game that I was like, isn't that person dead? And it just, you know, it confused me because it was like, so does this take place at, you know, later date? Does it take take place before? So like me, they might skip all around. Yeah, so I'm confused, so I want to kind of go back and play the other games so I can be 100% sure where this fits into the timeline. But again, you go into the second game, the timeline is a little wonky, so Okay. There's and there's a reason for it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who might sure. want to play it. So Sounds like too much brain power for me though. I don't it, know. It can be a little much, but it's it's still still fun. And the first yeah. the first two they actually have uh like a text narrative whereas the third one they actually do um like voice acting, so you actually have characterizations and voice acting that kind of go along with it. So it's it's much better. Nice. So I like that. But um, sounds like an interesting concept, though, for sure. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I, I I loved it. I loved what I had or the time that I spent with it, and I've been a fan of the series, so I would recommend them if you get a chance. The Nonary Games, just look that up, and you'll be able to find mm-hmm. it for anybody who might want to. But uh, you want to talk some news? Excellent. What's okay. been going on? A well, lot of the same, it seems. But yeah, let's see here. You know, I'd say um, let's let's go into the I guess the big story this week, which would have to be around Bethesda because, mm-hmm. you know, they've had – it's not just – Had been, a rough week. Yeah, it's not just been one thing. It's <laughs> been several. So I know we've spoken in the past. We have kind of a love-hate relationship. We try right. to look at the good they do, but then they always take two steps back when they mm-hmm. do something stupid like they did this week. And I'm honestly going to say I think I'm done trying to defend them at this point because no matter what – I appreciate all the good they do, but they they're just they're just gonna keep keep screwing it's, up. They just feel like they're pooping the bed a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. So first of all, we know how bad Fallout seventy six had been received. You right. Know, the, the but I have to just to say though, I think I know equal parts people who really love the game and equal parts people who really hate it. So I think it's you know, just to be fair on that that point i feel like i know a lot of people who really are enjoying it for what it is Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean you've got from what we've heard from people who are upset with the game you've got performance issues connection issues lag uh i mean there's just so many problems and then you've got people who are trying to get refunds Mm -hmm. well somewhere on i don't know if it was twitter or maybe it was on their website or wherever but they seemed to offer a refund, and some players decided to take them up on this offer, and they were met with responses that essentially stated it wasn't going to happen. So, in Mm. fact, if you actually look deeper into the refund policy, you'll find what I found to be a very confusing and deceptive statement. And you tell me what you think of this, because I read over it several times. I'm like, so you, what? Yeah, because I didn't read this, so. Yeah, it said, quote, if you want to download digital content within 30 day within the 30 day cancellation period, you must agree to waive your cancellation rights. Wait, so if you want to Okay, so you purchased it digitally, downloaded mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And supposedly in 30 days you're allowed to ask for a refund, but you waive the right to it. If you want to download the content within the 30-day cancellation period. So you're not allowed to play the game, basically. So if you purchased it and you didn't play it, you can get a refund. It's kind of what it sounds like, yeah. Okay. I mean, that just... But it's in the fine print. All the fine print that people just gloss yeah, over. Yeah, that everyone and skips read. through, yeah. Right. It's 2,000 pages, yeah. So that sounds ridiculous and yeah. highly deceptive. And this actually led to a law firm out of D.C. to begin an investigation against Bethesda for deceptive business practices. Now, the firm has actually been reaching out to players on Reddit uh, to try and gather as much information as possible to build a case in hopes of filing a proper lawsuit against them at some point. And if all that wasn't enough to do so, players who purchased the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition were not only blindsided by the poor quality of the game, but also the blatant deception in what they believed they were receiving in this special edition. Because we had advertisements that clearly showed a canvas duffel bag, 
However, inside was a nylon sack that was folded into the game case and a far cry from what was advertised. So disgruntled consumers reached out to Bethesda, expressed their frustration. Bethesda's response was essentially the bag shown in the media was a prototype and it was too expensive to make. We aren't planning on doing anything about it. So that was that was awful nice. Yeah. And of course, that sent an internet into a frenzy, which led to the second response, where Bethesda essentially offered a very meager amount of Fallout 76 currency to make up for the disappointment. Right. Which, from what I've heard, is essentially like $500 of in-game currency, which does which not get like you... Which is like $5 US, yeah. roughly, is what I've been told, which apparently isn't enough to actually purchase anything in the game anyway. No, not a, anything of substance. Uh, and then you actually pointed out, to make matters worse, there was a headline that showcased that the Fallout 76 influencers, whoever these mm-hmm. people are, actually got canvas bags... Yeah, so, and it's a much different style, but um, yeah. But they got and what's, the bag. <laughs> but what's the kicker is like, I'm looking at Bethesda's website, and it still has the canvas bag on there as advertised with the $200 Power Armor Edition. Yeah, which, I mean, you're clearly still, s- still advertising something that doesn't exist. So... They're 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 yeah. in so much hot water. Well, right and now. another excuse I heard too is like apparently the materials there wasn't enough materials to make the amount of then bags. Or, say so. Exactly, but I don't know. Isn't that what they make? I don't know how big do you need to make sails for a boat? Is that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, it should have been cleared up. It should have been. Because, I mean, and even right now, Bethesda, it's still on your website as the canvas bag. Still to this day, after all of the backlash that's happened, all of the, like, take it down, man. Or change it to the nylon bag. Like, I can't believe I'm looking at your website right now and it still shows the canvas bag. I mean, I'm not one to go out and buy such a expensive thing like that. But, I mean, the bag is a selling point for sure. You look at it and be like, man, that's that's kind of a nice bag, you know, and the money you're paying. Nice, dirty bag. Yeah. I would would pay that, you know, if I really, really wanted it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would have been pissed if that was me. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Oh, hell yeah. I get it. That's a lot of money you're spending. Mm Mm-hmm. And you want quality. I don't know. So. And I've even heard a lot of problems with people with the helmet, too, or some of them were different or whatever. Now, I don't know if that's just other people complaining now to add more fuel to the fire or mm-hmm. just, you know, because like a, a lot of the reporting I read now, I feel like it's just it doesn't even need to be said. It's stupid. They're just trying to keep the the pitchforks in hands, you know, oh, yeah. um, you know, if you're continuously still writing about who got what this, that or the other, then come on, guys, just we know. And <laughs> let's try to calm the uh, the blood pressure of gamers at this Mm. point but yeah like you need to be taking it down bethesda like it shouldn't still be on your website as advertised like that no absolutely not it does say now though it does say on their bag is not correct representation of product but they just won't take the picture now take the picture so at least they have put that asterisk in there i guess yeah but i i'm i'm curious to see how long they stay in this hot water because I just I can't defend this anymore. I you no. know, despite all the good that they seem to do, 
they, they like I said, their hearts might like be this. in the right place, but their business practices as of late have been really. I don't know. Did they change? Is there somebody new, like at the helm or something? I don't know. Yeah, I would say so. I don't know if they've. We I know we've spoken in the past about you know head changes and stuff like that, but as far as who's in charge right now, I have no idea. So um, mm. anyway, uh, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, because we could talk about this all day. Uh, right, right, and I, <laughs> I feel like everybody's pretty well aware now of what's been happening with it. So. Yeah. Uh, now on the other side of the pond, and on, on a another studio. There was a story that surfaced last week that should be surprising, but I feel like as we continue to get more and more stories like this, it's not surprising anymore. It's just like, oh, yeah, I should have assumed. Uh, A former Telltale employee by the name of Emily Grace Buck shared some details about certain decisions made by higher-ups in the company regarding female characters. She said if you look through the library of games, you may notice that most female characters were rarely seen from below the waist due to the fact that all adult female character rigs were only made to have high heels. So Uh. no sneakers, no nothing like that. Furthermore, all female characters were subject to revisions, pushing them to be either younger, wider, uh, essentially, in her words, quote, more fuckable. Ah. So clear sexism. You know, in their studio mindsets. And and I guess it's no different than what we see in Hollywood in their movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I don't even know what more to say about that either. It's like for every little bit of progress we make, it always seems like there's still those few that just keep taking it back to a different era. I Yeah, I see it so much all over the place with anything yeah. But to be fair, we can't do anything right anyway, so... No, no. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a little shocked by it in just a little sense, because we're talking about video game characters. Right. Not, not well, I mean, that's... people, but I guess at the same time, we see what they do in fighting games and stuff like that when they have mm-hmm. these anime... Japanese always very anime. voluptuous, always yeah. wearing something super tight... You know, I mean, why, um, why, why can't we have just a variety of body types? You know, male and female. Why not? Yeah, I mean, but, you can't win on that front though either, because you still have that same side that just <laughs> wants to complain about, ew, why, why did they make the ugly one, or why do I gotta, you know? So it's like, I still think you should just do it. Don't get me wrong. Like, let's yeah. make a better representation of what real women actually look like and are and as a woman it would be nice to be able to play someone i could actually relate to mm-hmm. a little bit more um but yeah you can't really win when with that specific group of gamers anyway but yeah, for sure yeah i mean hopefully they'll grow up one day and they'll yeah, yeah. appreciate because i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm sure at some point when i was a teenager i had that mindset it was just like ooh, sure. ooh, ooh. Right. and the older i've gotten I realized that there are just certain women that I used to just be like head over heels, like, oh, my gosh, she's, oh, my gosh, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't find them attractive anymore. I really don't. And I'll look at other women. I'm like, I find her attractive. And then people are like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, she's, she's gorgeous. Yeah. There's something about her that, I don't know, it just, it strikes a chord with me versus these carbon copy women that you see all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hopefully they'll grow up and... 
you know, they could pass on some knowledge to the younger ones and say, look, this is what a real woman looks like. That's just, that's fake. And it's just going to come with people just doing it, like we said, because Mm -hmm. eventually once people are more used to being able to see that sort of thing, it starts to break certain habits, starts to shape how you think a little bit more. So it's going to take a while, but we just need the the companies and movies and all that kind of stuff just to go, let's just cast what real people look like and it's more relatable you know yeah Yeah. now the next story i've got going up on a positive note and we kind of kind of goes back to uh putting the ball in bethesda's court but we're not going to be bashing them it's more the idea of what's going on because i thought this Mm -hmm. was a, a beautiful story uh there's a streaming community uh that is trying to get something going have you ever heard of shirley curry no. She's also known as the Gaming Grandma. I don't know okay. if that rings a bell. Now, no. she apparently loves Skyrim. She loves Elder Scroll games and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That's what she primarily plays on her, her channel. She's 81 years old. She has a wonderful community. She apparently plays the hell out of the game. She's just a, a delight. Nice. Uh, um. Here recently, we've heard that Elder Scrolls Six is going to be a while before it comes out. Right. I didn't realize it was going to be this much of a stretch, but apparently it's going to take another six years to pl- to to make. I didn't hear that, oh. but no. apparently she did, and she said, you know, she wants to play it. She's excited to play it, but she's afraid that she'll be eighty-seven, eighty-eight at the time. She's not sure mm-hmm. she's going to make it. You know, right. so she's just like, you know, I guess I, she jokingly made a comment on her stream that, you know, well, this is a, a nail in my coffin. I guess I'm going to get to play this game. And, yeah. you know, her community is just like, oh, that's kind of sad. So they've rallied around <laughs> and they know the community knows they can't make them make the game any faster. Right. It's not going to happen. But what they did suggest and they've started a petition to see if they can pass this along to Bethesda and get this to happen is to make Shirley a NPC within the game. So she would be there eternally yeah. within the game. And, you know, I think that would be a beautiful thing if they could make that yeah. happen. I don't see any I'll reason... I'll sign this petition. Where Hell is yeah. it, man? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any reason why you couldn't do this one thing. You're talking about one NPC. Right. Somewhere in the game. Put her in there. It's somewhere that these fans can go should she never get to play the game. I hope that she does get to, to oh, play the game. Oh, for sure. For you sure, know, yeah. I think she can, with with all this goodwill that's around her and her streaming community, I feel like she's going to have the willpower to continue on and see mm-hmm. this game make it. So I hope she does get to, to play it. But if not, you know, at least this is a way for her fans to come Even if her. she does, do it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Either, just yeah. do it anyway. Because, <laughs> I mean, she's she's such a dedicated fan, so why not, you know? Right. Do it for her. Do it for the fans, you know? You could very easily make her, yeah. I mean, saying no would be a really bad move <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> I think you need some goodwill. That's right. Throw on your way. So... Think about it, Bethesda. Do yourself a favor and don't get any more bad uh, yeah. press. All right, let's talk about some quickets. I got a few. I got quite a few headlines, matter of fact. And uh, hmm, where to where to start? Um, <laughs> well, first of all, uh, I don't know if you heard, but the FTC is 
officially investigating loot boxes now. So Oh, I did not, but yeah, okay. It's, it's underway, so we'll have to see where this goes. Right. Um, I think something's going to happen. I don't yeah. know when, I don't know how or what exactly, but I think something's going to come down and there's going to be regulation of some type at some point. Well, that's that's fair. Either way, just like yeah. have have some sort of law. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, other countries are doing it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, and I know that the gaming, uh, well, the companies, I shouldn't say the gaming world in general, I know that the companies are not going to be too happy about it, but you, you were slyly putting some stuff out there that's... Yeah. I mean, they knew what they were doing. Let's be real. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Like, there's, they can't talk their way out of it. It's it's like, making money, making money, mm-hmm. and whatever way they can do it, they're going to make exactly. money. And unfortunately, people keep buying them. So, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like Ubisoft said, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be there if you weren't buying them. Right. It's all <laughs> your fault, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo is officially ending its creators program at the end of the year. I don't know if you were familiar with this. It was a way for, uh, I guess, gamers and content creators to create Nintendo videos without them slapping down a, you can't put that up Aww. there. You can't put that up there. Now, there might be Come more on. details to it than that. You know, maybe okay. they're allowing something else. But from what I've heard, they're just ending it, and I heard nothing more than that. So Aww. hopefully we won't see more videos coming down because Nintendo's being a jerk. Because I right. thought it was a good program, you know, at least for these content creators that just, mm-hmm. they're just showing their love for Nintendo. It's not like they're trying yeah. to rip them off. At least and I, I mean, like, how much money are they really making off of it? Like, come on. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, like. I mean, I've often wondered, I, I have a few videos on my YouTube channel that I feel they could probably try to come after me mm-hmm. to a point because they're. Well, don't put it out there, man. Well, I'm, I'm. Waving, <laughs> waving the red flag, like, come on, bull, come on, charge me. But, but, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not big enough for them to take notice. But I'm, I'm, I've always been curious. It's like all this is is a love letter to your game. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to rip you off. It's just a love letter. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see if they would ever take notice and try to take it down. I've always been curious. Yeah. Um. Telltale's Minecraft story mode is on Netflix now. So you can play oh. the Minecraft story mode on Netflix. So, but with, I guess the decision's already made for you. I don't know. I've, I actually looked it up. <laughs> I actually wanted oh, yeah? to see if you have control because if they, ha- if they've allowed that, I feel like mm-hmm. that kind of opens a door for Netflix to add kind of interactive <gasps> games, FMVs maybe mm-hmm. into their. Good point. Good point. So why not? You know, I mean, this... I mean, probably a lot of people actually already watch it on consoles. Sure. I know I do. Mm-hmm. Half the time, my PS4 is a glorified next Netflix player. You know, yeah. that's the only way we have TV. <laughs> I mean, I still play it. Don't sure. don't don't at me, people. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how I watch all my TV is through the PlayStation. Right. So I'm curious. I w- I want to check it out just to see. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead by Daylight's teasing yet another new killer, but I don't think it's anyone famous. And, you know, good for them. They've been doing great at that. Yeah. I mean, I guess. How many years has it been now? It's been several. I couldn't tell you how many, but it's been quite a few. Two or three at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saints Row the Third is coming to the Nintendo Switch next year, which I I love that game. Yeah. It's the first one I played, and I just. I I was going to say the third, even. All right. Yeah. 
See, I never played one or two, but I heard three is where they really kind of amped it up and just said, let's just go balls to the wall and just do insanity. And that's what I yeah. loved about it. It was just uh-huh. like pure insanity. It's like GTA on crack. It's like, right. we're taking that, but no, we're No, they going... were fun. Yeah. They're fun games. I mean, I haven't played all of them myself, but Three fun. and four yeah. are the two that I would recommend because I feel like you can- I even liked Gat Out of Hell. Yeah. I know people- I, know, I'd say the only reason I don't- For what it was. Not as good as the rest, but it yeah. was fun, you know? I mean, yeah, for what it was, it was it was all right, but I, I think what I I preferred with three and four was I'm, I'm a sucker for care, character creation- Mm-hmm. So I got to create my character, and not only that, I got to give him his own voice. Yeah, and that to me was just like he can be whoever I want him to be, and they give you a list of voices. I'm like, oh my god, he can sound like yeah. anyone, and I find the voice that I just feel like represents this character perfectly. Uh-huh. And it was that just excited me to know. And and then you go to Get Out of Hell if you've played, I think four. And you did your character uh-huh. creation; it would roll over to that. But sure. They, yeah. But it disappointed me because not only did you not get to play that character, but he was voiced by one character or one actor. I think it was just Nolan North. So yeah. I felt like I stepped into like that weird world where the the voice actors change in a cartoon, and you're just like, man, we're supposed to accept that it's the same character. Yeah, it's like that's not my character. That's not the voice that comes out of Who him. Who recast this? I didn't approve this. Yeah. So I was I was a little disappointed. <laughs> but no, I love I love those those two games. I hope they'll come back around and make a five. I don't care mm-hmm. how they do it. Just go back to what worked, you know, right. and then just do something insane. Uh, Kona or Konami. I was about to say Konami. Like, <laughs> like, like we used to, to say, Conan or something. Konami. Like, no, Konami. Konami. <laughs> uh, Konami has actually filed new trademarks for Metal Gear. So, woo. I don't know what they are. And okay, after, I was just like, yeah. After okay. the survive debacle, I, uh, mm. I don't think anyone's excited right now. Uh, uh, Guacamelee Two is coming to the Switch and Xbox One, and nice. and. There will be new DLC for the game coming soon. Sweet. So I Those hope it's just great games. new levels or something like that, new costumes and such. I'm excited. Uh, the Arkham Collection was announced, which combines Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight all into one package, and it has a pre-order price of sixty dollars. That's, that's not bad. If if you're I feel getting, that's fair. I feel like if you're getting all the content. Like all the mm-hmm. DLC and everything, sure. I mean, that's yeah. a solid price. Oh, we don't know if that's the. Case. I didn't. I didn't catch that. I didn't see okay. if that was the case. But if it's everything combined, I mean, that's twenty bucks a pop with all the DLC. That's a steal. Right. I mean, Arkham yeah. City, not Arkham City, Arkham Knight. I know it was at least a hundred dollars worth of game DLC. If you wanted all the bonus stuff, I spent mm-hmm. money on it. But I loved yeah. I loved the game. I loved right. what, what I got. I just don't know if I'd put the money back down for this because I Yeah, I have a really hard time repurchasing games I already own regardless, I mean, you know. I mean with with I think it was Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. I think I went back and got those for the PlayStation 4 because I played them on No. I played City on the Wii or the Wii U. And then mm-hmm. I bought it for the PlayStation 3 to play it again 
you know, properly, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I played it twice. I just don't feel like I'll, I'll put the money down for a third time. It was fun. No. But if you've never played, well, then here's a nice little bundle for you. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite account mergers are, uh, are not happening until next year sometime. So anybody who was looking to merge all their accounts into one go is going to have to wait a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're into <laughs> that sort of thing. I figured there's a reason why you created separate accounts. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it the PlayStation Probably. crossplay debacle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that whole thing. Uh, also, uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild... It is said that it will never be added to the series timeline. You know how they have like this breakdown. Have you seen the timeline, how that works? I've not. Okay, so there was a book that came out that was like the history of The Legend of Zelda. And it talks about Uh all the games that were released at that time. And I think up to Skyward Sword. But I think they only touched on it ever so briefly because I don't think the game was officially out at the time. So Uh you, you see this timeline and it starts with don't recall <laughs> oh okay I, I think somewhere in there it was like uh uh skyward sword kind of goes down the list and it's a straight timeline then okay. when you hit ocarina of time it branches off into three separate timelines so it would be the timeline whether or not uh link was a kid and stayed a kid and everything was fine and where that goes uh, Link is an adult, and he defeated Ganon, and then okay. where that timeline goes, and then Link is an adult, he didn't defeat Ganon, and then he reigned supreme throughout Hyrule. So you have three okay. diverging <clears throat> timelines because of this time ripple, and then all the games that fit into that timeline because of that. But they say this game is not going to wind up in the timeline because, and I feel like this is kind of a cop-out, it would create a damage to the timeline because it restricts the game's ability to give the player the use of their imagination as to what actually happened. I don't know. Uh, I mean, someone who's played the game would have to explain this to me. Apparently, throughout the entire game, there are scatterings and hints as to what's happened. But yet nothing is set in stone to say this is exactly where this fits into the timeline. So players are using their imaginations to figure out the puzzle and say this is where this, okay, I see where this is going. So they don't want to restrict it within the timeline to ruin players' thoughts about where it is within the timeline. They like the idea that they're using their imagination to figure it out. And they'd like to allow that. So... I mean, sure, you know. Fair enough, I guess. I, I guess, yeah. So it's just, it's wherever you want it to be in the timeline. <laughs> it's a floating, floating game. So it is, yeah, it's just an asterisk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book Console Wars, which I've never read, but it's uh, about the Nintendo Sega fight in the 80s and 90s where they were battling it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's being adapted into a television series. Oh. So, I'm kind of like curious. a documentary type of thing. Uh, the way it made it sound like an actual TV show, like a drama series, oh, or something. Like they so. did with the whole Facebook guy. Like yeah. it's an actual. They cast it. They're pretending like you're watching it happen. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Okay. So All right. interesting. I'm, 
I mean, I don't know how. I, I'm assuming this is a mini series, you know, something that's not going to stretch mm-hmm. for years at a time. But I'm curious, regardless. I'd like to see yeah. how they adapt it. Uh, and finally, the Game Awards, which happens this Thursday on December 6th, yep, is supposedly going to feature at least 10 new video game announcements. I saw that. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of exciting, though. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move into Truth or Trash, and you're okay, going to tell yeah. me what you think about okay, a few okay. of these that I have. Because the very first one that I had, I had, to, I had to scribble out because it was officially announced yesterday. I don't know if you saw this. Rocksteady said, we are not making a Superman yeah. game. So that was going to yeah. be one of our one of our bits, but they, they squashed it. So, and they said they're not making an announcement at all, right? Like, yeah, they're they're not guys. making Superman. They're not going to be there. It's not happening. Nothing's happening. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think they tweeted that. They're like, we love you, but no, none of this is happening. Sorry, JK, JK, love you. <laughs> I, just, I want someone to make a decent Superman game. Just Yeah. It can be done. We've discussed it at length here. Um, all right. So Listen to the show, people. We've given you ideas. Plenty. All right. So here's the first one. Through the track. At the Game Awards, Obsidian will announce Bioshock 4. I know they're supposed to have a presence there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But do you think... I want it to be true, (laughs) but I don't know. Infinite kind of disappointed me also, so I'm a little on the fence whether I really want this or not. Um, I mean, I'm going to keep track of this because we're going to get proof. We're going to get proof very soon. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to... They just did Pillars of Eternity. And all, I, I'm going to say truth. I'm going to say truth. Okay. It's been long enough, so it's possible. Truth it is. All right. Now, the next one is that Bioware will announce... A brand new Dragon Age game. Ooh, see, another one I would want to be true, but as long as they don't do the Dragon Age 2 bull crap that they did. <laughs> uh, but they did go back to the roots a little bit on the last one. Ooh. Oh, man, you're you're breaking my heart here. This is too hard. It's all true, because, again, I want it to be true, because I'm a big fan of the Dragon Age games, with the exception of two. I don't put it in the timeline. I just pretend it didn't happen. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we got two trues for the Game Awards. Now I've got yeah. one more for the Game Awards, but maybe you might not be excited about this, but something's going to happen. So okay. this is this is this is what I'm going to pitch to you. The first trailer for Avengers 4 will be seen at the Game Awards. Oh, this is tough. Now the reason this is being brought up is that the Russo brothers, the director of said yeah. movie, are going to be there. But oh, they could okay. be announcing something else, but what else would anyone want to see? Well, yeah. I'm going to say truth on that, too. Okay. Yeah. Why not? I Why mean, not? one of those is bound to be right, right? I mean, you'd hope so. One of my things should be right. All right. So now the next three that I have are not game award related, but okay, you can you can take them as you will. 
Uh, well, actually, you know what? No, this this one, there is one other one that could be game award related because I feel like we're going to find out at the game awards. So I'll go okay. ahead and pitch this to you. Uh, Death Stranding will release in June 2019. See, I've heard some rumors going around about this because good old Walmart Canada apparently mm-hmm. might have either trolled us or accidentally leaked it or whatever. Um, I'm going to say trash. I feel like we'll get a window. Okay. Like it'll say for sure like late 2019 or quarter three or something. Yeah, 2019. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it'll be June. Okay. I feel like it's been long enough, but. But we will get an announcement. I have heard that. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like we'll get a window. All right. So. All right. The next two are not game reward related. So the first one is. Sega is developing a mini Dreamcast. True. True. <laughs> I feel like everybody wants to jump on that bandwagon. I mean, the only question I have is what game? But Dreamcast would be good, though, right? Because it had a lot would of it? good games. I didn't have it, but I feel like everybody loved it. Or am I thinking of the wrong one? No, I mean, you might. But, I'm, but I just never jumped on it either, so I'm wondering what games... I would have to look up what came out on the Dreamcast. Yeah. I but think, I feel like I know people that were like huge fans of the Dreamcast out of all of the Sega consoles. I mean, I've heard that too, but I honestly do. I don't know of a game on the Dreamcast that I was like, yep, that's that's the one that defines it. Yeah. I, I well, know. I didn't own one. So I'll be I'll be fair. I had a Sega Genesis mm-hmm. and that was it. Like I never really went all into the Sega fandom. So I would be the wrong person to ask like what came out, what year, what generation of console and so mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and finally, and this is a big one now, mm. the PlayStation five will forego the disc format in favor of a new cartridge format. Back to cartridges. Just uh, I'm going to say trash. Okay. I would think they're going to go disc lists and everything downloadable before cartridge. I can't imagine why you'd go back to a cartridge unless there's some new sciencey stuff for space that it just creates so much more that I've just not discovered yet mm-hmm. or read about. I mean, Nintendo hasn't given them up yet. They seem to always bounce back to them. Yeah, but they don't. It, their stuff's not as powerful. It's true, but you know, like they're a new. I'll eat my words. I'll be very impressed. Yeah, we'll see. I'll be very impressed or disappointed. I don't know. Either way, (laughs) yeah, I'm gonna say false though. Trash, trash. Fine. All right. So we've got them. We got it all here. You you gave me uh, four truths and two trash, and all the truths are for the game awards. (laughs) Yeah, all of them, just because I want them to be true. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about some weird news. Weird news. I've got I got one little bit here because I, I didn't think I was gonna have any and then Wendy's, man, they they uh they know how to swoop in and save the day. So Yeah, they, all you sent me was that line, like <laughs> Wendy saved the day, and I'm like, Well, I'll wait and see what we're talking about here. All right, so whoever And I feel bad for Todd, he's not here, we didn't mention it. So is there sex in it? No, there's not. I mean, okay. But it's That it's, was for you, man. It's talking about not just Wendy's, but everyone's favorite game, Fortnite. Um mm. Now, I'm sure we've all seen whoever manages Wendy's Twitter account, they're like, they need to be a comedy writer, whoever this person is, oh, yeah? because they are a gold mine of one-liners. 
and just you know these sharp witted jabs mm-hmm. and i just i love all the stuff that i read that they do it's just it's funny so whoever this guy guy girl person whoever it is they're person, they're, yeah. um, they're amazing now last week Pat died. yeah <laughs> last week they took aim <laughs> at not another restaurant like they normally do but fortnite there's a new event being promoted within the game uh and it said and i'm just going to read what they kind of put out there so you can kind of get an idea one wall two entries the food fight has begun Build your base, wait for the barrier to drop, and battle it out in this new limited time mode. Claim your preferred team on our social social channels, Team Burger or Team Pizza. So you got the little okay. hashtags, and you can tag them in Twitter and whatnot and claim your team. Now, Wendy's took this announcement as an opportunity to throw shade at one of the game's establishments, Durr Burger. I, don't, I had to look this up. I had this is how much I don't so know. So it's in Fortnite. Anything. Yeah, because I was like, what "The hell is Durr Burger?" It just sounded yeah like a, a mocking thing, like Durr Burger, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, so are they making fun of something in the game and just calling yeah, it Durr Burger?" Just... But no, there's something yeah. in the game called Durr Burger. So I was like, "Okay, okay. so it's a, it's a game thing that I just gotcha. don't know." But yeah. anyway, uh, they tweeted. We are never joining hashtag Team Burger because Durr Burger is full of freezers and we don't clown around with frozen beef. So now we'll officially declare hashtag Team Pizza and start the real fight, the war on frozen beef. Ah, nice. (laughs) And then adding to that, they apparently have a Twitch channel, (laughs) which I didn't know. Wendy's does? Twitch.tv or, yeah, twitch.tv slash Wendy's. Or something to that effect. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, they got on. They they announced dropping in Greasy and doing something about these freezers. And then someone was playing on Twitch on their channel mm-hmm. and proceeded to demolish the Team Burger side of the event. Well, so. <laughs> all right then. That's funny. Yeah. I didn't know the fast food chains were doing Twitch now, too. I didn't know oh, either, Lord. but... <laughs> Just look it up, people. Uh, Maybe there's a VOD. Well, good job. Good job. So uh, that was fun, right? <laughs> Who knew? The way to reach the young crowd, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Are you ready to play? I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> or more. So I've got two two items here. One I feel like is more for me, but maybe I'm kind of hoping that I can convince you. And the other one is okay. definitely for you. Oh, 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 right. definitely for you. So um, I've been trying to get you into the Ace Attorney games, you know, mm-hmm. the series. And oh, stuff I like played that. the next, one. Next year, we're going to see the full release of the first three games on the console, which I'm okay. thrilled about. You should yeah. be thrilled about because you get to play yes. it on your PlayStation. I think they're even coming out on PC, so you can play it there. Perfect. Yes, so, yes, yes. And they're going to be glossed up and looking pretty and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I can't wait to get yes. my hands on it and play those games yet again. I've played them several times. I'll do it again. Uh, there's a new game coming out called Dual Destinies that's also coming out. I'm hoping that will make its way to consoles because I just don't have a working 3ds anymore and i just don't feel like putting money down anymore sure you know because my last decent one was a special edition zelda version 3ds and -hmm. it was just beautiful and i loved it and i lost it i lost it because i took it to an event like one of those playstation Mm -hmm. experience events i had it in my pocket because 
you have that uh, that feature where you can walk around and you meet people. Uh, mm-hmm. The me, I don't see. It's been so long, I don't even remember what it's called anymore. But it's like anyone you pass that has that DS, you'll you'll meet each other in the the game world that they've created. So I mm-hmm. took it there because I knew I'd hit tons of people. I'm not going to be the only one that's doing that. And right. it fell out of my pocket. And someone <gasps> stole it because the theater said, we haven't seen it. So someone found it. Someone took it. So Sure, they did. Yeah. And yeah. so finally I broke down and bought a less fancier version. And then it got broke somehow. Like I opened it up one day and the screen was shattered. And I'm like, that's wonderful. Yeah. So I'm not doing it again. Oh, no. Are you there? Okay. What happened? Sorry. I, my, my monitor went to sleep, and I got nervous for a second. I was losing power. I'm like, what? Sorry. What? Sorry, people who are listening. No, I got nervous. Yeah, we're leaving that in. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, we got we got Phoenix Wright games coming out, all this other stuff. If all that excites you, I'm going to pull out one more item. The Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destiny Statue. It's an extremely detailed 3D recreation of everyone's favorite attorney, crafted in resin and beautifully painted in a way that wonderfully captures the theme and style from the courtroom. The statue comes in three unique styles, giving you options to find the one that's right for you. Now, we have two, the first two editions. I actually had to look this up because I thought, that's, that doesn't seem right. Your first two editions are equally priced, which I thought was strange. Because your standard edition just is the statue, and it comes with an authentication card. So you know that it's it's properly made. Then you have an exclusive edition, which comes with the authentication. That word is struggling. Authentication card. It's hard. It comes with the card. uh, And also comes with two interchangeable head sculpts, which is a normal-looking, you know, stern face. And then the iconic shouting face. Where he's pointing okay. his finger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you have the definitive edition, which has an additionally large base that features the defense bench behind him. Also comes with the interchangeable heads, plus two speech bubbles featuring his famous catchphrases, "Objection" and "Take that." Uh huh. And also comes with the card. So, I feel like you'd pay a little extra for the exclusive, but. You're paying equal for the standard, so why not just get the exclusive? That's just me. Okay. Yeah. But how much would you be willing to pay? How big are they? Uh, Did you say? I didn't say, and I didn't I didn't jot that down, but they mm. looked pretty, let's say about a foot tall. Like Barbie doll size? Maybe a little bigger. I mean, it's a statue. Okay. It's, it's a, like you see the statues in the game stops and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Use that as a uh, frame of reference. Honestly, though, like I really like the games, but the audience for me is just I'm thinking of clutter in my life. Uh, but as a collector, um, I would say 20 bucks per. But I feel like it's probably more. Yeah. You know, these are these are well, well designed, handcrafted, beautiful design statues. Those are statues, they like pewter? No resin, like heavy resin. Oh, mm-hmm. $50? Okay, I'm just going to stop you. So uh, if you want the standard or the exclusive edition, you're going to have to pay That's... $229. Okay. Per statue? Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it at home, but I just made a really like, what, face? <laughs> and then if you want the definitive statue, it's going to cost you $299. 
So okay. It's high quality. Well, for a collector, okay. I but... mean, if you look at these statues, they look pretty awesome. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but that's just me. I'm a fan. <laughs> right. I, I would... mean, I could appreciate good art, but I don't know if I could well, justify that. Let me justify it for you a little bit more, because these statues are limited edition with only 1,000 units being made. Okay, you, so hopefully in 10 years it could turn a profit is what you're trying to say. Probably. Now, they're, okay. they're available for pre-order right now if this interests you at all. And uh, they will not ship. This is key. They will not ship until the fourth quarter of next year. So. Oh, so they're still making them. Okay. Yeah. So, see? well, Are they individually numbered? Yes. That's where you get cool. the, the right. authentication card. Got it. Got it. All, all right. right. So you don't want it. I kind of want it, so anyone wants to get me a Christmas present for next year, go ahead and pre-order now. There you go. Okay, now, again, this one, I think think you'd kind of be interested in, maybe. There might be some things where you're just like, yeah, because you might have to try it out first. You never know. Mm -hmm. You're a gamer. Mm -hmm. I know you love coffee. Uh Uh-huh. Have you ever wanted to mesh these things together? Okay. I kind of do already, but sure. I want to see where you're going with this. Okay. <laughs> How about a coffee made for gamers? Okay. Okay. Player One Coffee shares this vision and hopes to bring this to the world by producing premium coffee blends roasted by gamers for gamers. Player One Coffee packs the punch to give you the mental acuity you need to rise against any virtual challenge. Other brands are lacking in this regard, a fact that stems from how they view gaming. Other brands will tell you that playing video games is the epitome of laziness, but gamers know better. Competitive online games require skills honed through dedication and practice, an intense level of focus, and an insatiable desire to be the best. Other coffee brands refuse to acknowledge these facts, dooming them to rely on luck to beat Player One Coffee's clear edge in skill. Ah. So the next time you're going over your items to enter a dungeon, rescue a princess, or game with some friends, you know what type of coffee should be in your inventory. All right. So you've got... supposed to make me all focused and sharp. You're all in it. So I should have looked up about how big these bags are. I'm going to assume about... They're the, probably small. About the size that you get with the Dunkin' and the Starbucks at yeah, the stores. Yeah, like stuff a pound like, or yeah. something like so that. So we'll assume that's what the, the size is because I can't imagine okay. it's going to be any b- bigger or smaller. Could be smaller. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you've got three types. Four types. Okay. Sorry. Four <laughs> types. You can tell me whichever one you would prefer and then you need to tell me which what you're going to pay. They're all the same price. Okay. Okay. First, you have the first person smoother light roast. Okay. Then you have God's gift to gamers medium roast. Then you have the overclocked omen dark roast. And then finally, the Leroy Jenkins extra caffeine roast. <laughs> the one that, like, it could cause a heart attack. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Ooh. Well, I, I'm just going to take the light roast out because okay. I like to taste the coffee. I'm just going to assume it's going to taste weaker because mm. I, that's all I have to go on is just how I think about it. Um, I would say I because I've seen some specialty coffees like this before that even totes the like 
mm-hmm. hyper caffeine. Um, I would not be surprised if they're like 25, 30 bucks a bag. Well, you're in luck. Because Am I? Only $14.99. Ooh, okay. Now we're assuming this is a pound. That seems like a good deal. If it's like yeah. five ounces of it or something. That would be Well, it still would be worth a one time just to see if it's any good. Yeah, that maybe. would be my only concern was like, how yeah. good is it? How yeah. good is it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've purchased some of the high dollar stuff. Did it say at the store. what kind of beans it was? They didn't. They just said it was premium coffee. Okay. So, I okay. mean, I read you their whole spiel. Mm hmm. <laughs> Because I just like, is it Colombian coffee? Is I mean, it, you know, we'd hope they're they're going for the best of the best. So right, I'd say. So are we getting you the overclocked Omen dark roast? I would say at least the third one. Yeah, the okay. fourth one. I mean, that might be a little crazy. Yeah, but I don't. Want I mean, it the... depends on. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the amount of caffeine and what they consider. Because trust me, my blood, I could probably just drain it, re-drink it, and get another <laughs> buzz. You know, like I pretty much keep it. A nice steady flow all day long, but mm-hmm. um, it would be interesting if I ever got a caffeine buzz again. Yeah. So keep your eyes open. Yeah, I would go with a third one to start, probably, because I know I'm at least woman enough to go that high, right. you know. <laughs> all right, so keep your eyes open. These may be in stores. They didn't say that you could only order them online, so you may run across them in your local grocery. Who knows? Or at your GameStop. Or at your GameStop. If probably, they're still there. I would probably say GameStop seems more yeah. likely. They sell snacks and stuff like that. So I could mm-hmm. see them selling this. So, uh, all right. Well, good. Coffee. Gamer coffee. I would try it. I would try it. All right. Let me do some release dates real quick. Okie doke. I say real quick. There's a list. Oh, boy. All right. First up, on December 3rd, we have Demetrios, the big cynical adventure for the Nintendo Switch. Then December 4th, we have a list. Oh, my God, do we have a list? We December 4th's the day, huh? It is. First of all, the big <laughs> game that's coming out that day is Just Cause 4 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. I, I will be, I'd like to be excited. I will be playing it probably next year. <laughs> Whenever I, I know get somebody around. who got early access to it and was playing it today. No they didn't start b- before we started recording, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'll show you the channel if you want to peek at it. I need a I need a break right now, but I do yeah. want to play it. It does look fun. Uh, then we also have DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey: The Legacy of the First Blade for PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC. Gear Club Two or Gear Club Unlimited Two, pardon me, for Nintendo Switch. Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Gwent, the Witcher card game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Smash Hit Plunder for PSVR. Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Persona 3, Dancing in the Moonlight for PlayStation 4 and PSVR. Persona 5, Dancing in the Starlight for, for VR. For PlayStation 4 and Ooh. PSVR. Okay. Override, Mech City Brawl for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Subnautica for PlayStation 4, Toki Remake for Nintendo Switch, Persona Dancing Endless Night Collection for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, Throne Breaker The Witcher Tales for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, here's that. There's here's a list, man. All right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna I'm gonna condense these. The Altier Arland Series Deluxe Pack, which comes with The Apprentice of Arland, The Adventure of Arland, and The Alchemist of Arland, 
there's a whole series. So they're all coming together. They're all coming okay. to the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. If you knew what I was talking about, you got it. Go get it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and then we have Pinball Effects 3, Williams Pinball Volume 2 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. The Council Episode 5, Checkmate for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Whew. And then on December 5th, we have Energy Cycle Edge for Nintendo Switch. On December 6th, we have Battle Princess Madeline for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PC, and PlayStation Vita, which that looked kind of fun. I think I'd like okay. to check that out. Uh, the Last Remnant Remastered for PlayStation 4. Rival Mega Gun for Nintendo Switch. That's a weird word. Carcassonne. <laughs> For Nintendo Switch, I'm gonna assume I said Carcassonne. it right. Carcassonne. It looks, <laughs> it looks like it's spelled, so I assume I said it right. Uh, <laughs> Beholder for <laughs> Beholder Complete Edition for Nintendo Switch. Long Story, a dating game for the real world for Nintendo Switch. Then on December seventh, we have two count them two big releases. The biggest okay. of all releases on December 7th is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for yeah, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, we're going to see that. Then if that's not your bag, you can get PUBG for PlayStation 4. If you're one of those people waiting. <laughs> Why did you do that on the same day, PUBG? Come on now. No kidding. Uh, Come on now. They did. your PR guy? They were just like, uh, who, you know, if they want to play it, they'll be there. Uh, then we also have Katamari Damacy Reroll for Nintendo Switch and PC. Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. And the Sega Genesis Classics Collection for Nintendo Switch. <sighs> now we've got uh, the Dang. Xbox Games with Gold for December okay. 2018. These are all Xbox One compatible with two being 360 compatible. Dragon Age 2 will release on December 1st through the 15th. It's also for the 360. Yeah, you were just you were just Why? dogging that. <laughs> After I just got done dogging it. Don't buy it. Don't Sorry. buy it. Well, they don't have to buy it. Just don't play it. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't do it. Then we have Cube 2 uh, from December 1st through the 31st. Never Alone, which is a fantastic game. If you've never played it, go play that I have game. Not. Uh, it's available from December 16th through January 15th, then Mercenaries Playground of Destruction through December 16th through the 31st, also 360 compatible. Then on the PlayStation side of things, for December, the PlayStation Plus games, we have for the PlayStation 4, Soma and Onrush. I feel like I've heard of Soma before. Like, oh yeah, it, the, is that a, it was pretty popular there for a while. I haven't tried it yet. Is it? A, I feel like I have it on PC. Is it a horror game? Kinda. Mm. And I, I, I might be confusing it with something else because I thought it was like a real time strategy type horror. I feel, I feel like Mammoth played it. Okay, that maybe that's where I'm remembering it from. <sighs> yeah, like feel you like... can create your own characters and send them in, kind of like a. Mm, I, I could know. be totally talking about a different game too. Memo, if you're listening. Tell us. Help us out, man. I don't know. Put it in the comments. PlayStation 3, there's Saradin and Steins Gate. I have no idea what those are. And then for the Vita, one in particular I'm actually kind of looking forward to, uh, but I'm not sure if they're both cross-by with PlayStation 4, but I, I'm hoping they are. For the Vita, we have Papers, Please, which I've always okay. wanted to play. 
And then I. It's actually a pretty fun game. It, it looked fun. Uh, and then also Iconoclast, which sounds familiar, but I don't. I couldn't tell you what it's about. So. No. All right, let's play a game of. What the hell did you just say? What the hell did you just say? I think I've got a decent little list here. I think I've got a few interesting bits for you. Hmm. Where to begin? All right, let's start with Whimsical Quest. Whimsical Quest. Um, so it is the story of a very posh young gentleman who runs around in a top hat and a monocle. Okay. And he's, he's very proper and British. And um, as he's going through the world, uh, the story basically is about how he's a creator, a painter, a sculptor. And everything he just does is on a whim. It's a very whimsical world. So as he's walking through the street, you see something that, hmm, this needs to be whimsied. And he'll, you know, sculpt it right there on the spot mm -hmm. or paint it on the wall. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it until he finds the love of his life and they get married and then the game's over. All right. then. <laughs> <laughs> In a very whimsical way. All right, this next one, uh, the only reason I'm giving it to you is because the last word is, is a challenge, and I, I feel like a challenge, and uh, I'm going to do it. You, you feel you... like in the morning. I'm up for that. Okay. okay. Simpson Tuning Work Stacked. That's all one word. Simpson Tuning Work Stacked? Stat. Stat. Yeah, like Tuning Holy Work crap. Stat. Like that's his last name. Okay. Um, so it is a, um, he works in a manufacturing plant, so it's a simulator. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he's just making like, he runs the robots that makes the car parts or the pieces for like your water heaters or things like that. So, um, as these things are coming down the surveyor belt, um, uh, you control Simpson, whatever his last name is. And, um... <laughs> You make sure that you're piecing all of it together properly, and then at the end of your workday, you get graded on um, the quality of the pieces that you put together and that you grabbed the proper pieces as it was coming down. Because sometimes they're going to throw you the absolute wrong pieces down the uh, conveyor belt, and mm -hmm. as the game picks up in speed, you know, it's all about that timing and, and acuity. And if you were drinking that player one coffee, you'd be like, right on it, man. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got it all figured out. <laughs> I mean, I think that one actually would be pretty fun. People would buy that off of like Big Fish Games sure. or something like that. Now, I'm going to give you this one just so you can make Todd happy. Since he's okay. not here. Uh, Hentai University 2 Biology Course. Oh, oh, so this is a VR dating sim. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And um, obviously, you know, you're playing, I don't know, you're playing Todd and uh, you're going back to school mm -hmm. and uh, the, you're taking a biology class, obviously. And uh, the whole point of the game is to figure out how you're going to date your teacher. <laughs> and of course, she's very good looking young lady, mm -hmm. you know, and um, it, it, it she will either deny you or accept your advances, depending on just how smooth you were with the uh, choices that you're given. Right. Um, and then there's some Easter eggs in there that we really can't say because it's not safe for work. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Um, this one's an interesting one. Gachimuchi Manly Puzzle. Gachimuchi Manly Puzzle. Well, I don't know what gachi, Gachimuchi even means. Don't know either. So we're just going to say, um, what's that guy? Uh, Swanson? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's him. And um, he is creating... He's the manly dude, right? With the yeah. beard and the mm. flannel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I just wanted to make sure I was talking sure. about the same guy. Uh, <laughs> and so he does a lot of woodworking, which you may or may not know. And so the you're playing him as you're picking out the proper types of wood that you would carve to make these manly butch puzzles, you know, of garages, garages. or um, muscle cars, you know, because like eventually they'll get painted and then you'll have the puzzle pieces and all that kind of stuff. Right. But yeah, so you got to pick out, is it mahogany is best for this one or cedar or I don't know the rest of my woods, <laughs> but um, that kind of stuff. Okay. And he tells you in his manly way whether you picked the right one and carved it properly. Because, I mean, there's like a tool that you'll have to eventually follow along the line to get the puzzle piece and stuff like that is your little mini games. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Gachimuchi is just uh, the place and where you live and this happens. Sure. I mean. There you go. Yeah, that works. <laughs> All right. I got two more for you. Okay. First one is Tippy Tree. Tippy tree. Um, I think it's um, you. You're one of the people who build those like wacky inflatable arm people. But in this case, it's actually trees for like very specific parties. And um, the whole point is to build these things and um, you get scored on how well they hold up and inclement weather outside of these storefronts in L.A., obviously, because they're all palm trees, Mm -hmm. um, because that's pretty much like L.A. or Florida or something like that would have these type of trees at their storefronts. Um, And you have to build them, properly inflate them, and uh, you get graded on whether a hurricane comes through and it's still held up or uh, things of that, I don't know, typhoons, whatever would happen in other parts of the world that would have these trees at their storefront. Sure. Okay. Uh, it's not a good game. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, and finally, Block Pooper 9. Block Pooper 9? So it's the ninth game in the series of Block Pooper. Um, and you play a child. Mm-hmm who um, is very gross, you know, like as most kids are, very sticky, you know. It, I, let's say they're, you're playing a two-year-old, and um, obviously they poop a lot. Um, and as it, that's just like a thing that actually is just happening as a fun thing, like in Rick and Morty, how he's always belching. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to really do with the story. It's just a quirk that the kid has. Sure. And um, it, you're playing where you have to put the shapes in the little ball, and so as you get the proper blocks, um, it's it's like for ages three to six to teach you your shapes and all that kind of stuff. And he's just a gross kid that poops a lot. That's just the character. And in this ninth iteration, you actually get a wall of different shapes and you have to hurry up and, and get it in there by color and by shape. I'm not playing this, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's for kids. That's right. That's right. You're not supposed to want to. It's to, it's to teach them things. Right. 
I actually picked out two for you. Oh, did you now? Hey, guys, podcast uh, that listen to the audio. I don't know if he's done this before. Not on, not on. But yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I actually looked up a couple of them. Okay, I'm I'm eager. I'm eager to hear it. Yeah. So the first one I picked up is A Bastard's Tale. A Bastard's Tale. So this is about a kid who lost his father. And he doesn't know where he lives, or at least where he is. He's got amnesia, okay? Amnesia. And all he knows is that his mom goes around saying, that bastard left me, so he wants to know who this bastard is. (laughs) So he's on a quest to go find out why his dad's a bastard and why he's a bastard, too. They're both bastards, and they have to, to bond over this. He's like, Mom calls you a bastard, but I'm the bastard. So it's a, it's a touching <laughs> tale of bastards. And it's like he just grew up thinking that was his last name. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I love it. Uh, let's see. Ooh, there's so many. Audio surf. Audio surf. Okay, so this is about a guy. A surfer named Dud, who went out, went out to the beach one day, and he took some acid, and then decided to go surf. But then he started hearing music within the waves, so he started surfing with the music and riding the audio waves. And oh, you nice. have to manage his surf and try to gain points on how well you can ride the audio wave. But it's also like one of those uh, music beat, you know, rhythm games. And you yeah, have yeah. to make sure that you're following the rhythm of the waves. Oh, I would actually play that. I would play that. Yeah. Because I like the trippy little world yeah. there, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, just one more. Okay. Let's see. Um, a chair in a room, colon, green water. Chair in a room, green water. So this story about this chair in a room uh, is taking place in a mental hospital uh, called Greenwater. And mm-hmm. inside this you know, facility, there sits a chair in a room. And the chair actually is uh, cognizant of everything going on around it. So it's trying to figure out why he's a chair in a room. And he has to come to grips with accepting that he is a chair in a room. And this is his life. But he wants more out of life. He doesn't just want to be a chair in a room. He wants to be a chair in a hallway. He wants to be a chair in a kitchen. (laughs) But as it stands now, he is a chair in a room. And what is he going to do to change his life? It's a very deep story. I was going to say, and all of the things he probably hears. Yeah. Being in that hospital, too. The, the asses that sit on him? I mean, the horror mm-hmm. stories, you know? <laughs> Probably <laughs> a ton. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I didn't want to keep it going too long, okay. so I just picked out a couple. Well, but thank you. It's fun It's fun to get to see you do it, yeah. too, once in a while. No, I love it. I love it. It gives me, uh, keeps me sharp. Right? Keep that object work going mm-hmm. in the brain. Okay, so... We're going to move on to our headliner, our review of the week. Um, look, I've, I've said it many times on this show before. I, I love, huge, huge fan of Cyanide and Happiness. The comics, mm-hmm. 
the the shows, you know, I've watched a show on Verve or VRB. How do you say it? I say Verve. I don't know about Verve you. Sounds Verve sounds good. Their uh, <laughs> their shorts on YouTube as infrequent as they are now because of the whole YouTube debacle where they get demonetized and all that stuff. Right. I, I hate that they've had to go through that, but you know, I'd, yeah. I still support them there. Um, I'd love to support them in many other ways. I even helped fund their their freak apocalypse game. You yeah. know, I, I kickstarted that because I believed in it, and because of that, I was allowed into the alpha for Rapture Rejects and netted me a free copy of the game. So there's my little disclaimer for you know <laughs> just just so you know. Um, just so you know, yep. Needless to say, I'm all in for what they're doing. So that being said. When Rapture Rejects was announced, I was like, oh, cool, another game. I'll check right. it out. I'm, I'm into it. But then I found out that it was a Battle Royale game, and I've never been drawn to this type of game. I've never... There's just something about it has never latched on to me. You know, there's just mm-hmm. certain genres that appeal to you, and this, for me, is not one of those genres. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I got apprehensive about wanting to play it, but I was still willing to give it a shot because it's Cyanide Happiness. So I wanted to see, well, maybe they'll tweak it, maybe they'll do their take on it, and it could be great. So Cyanide Happiness, that entire team, Explosive Entertainment, they're involved. Uh, Tiny Build was the publisher, and then uh, Galv... uh, Crap, I should have written this down. Galvatron, Galvanine... I'm sorry. I should know, too, because I think we were going to play it at one point. Yeah. But at the time, there was no matchmaking with friends or whatever right. when we were going to try it. Galvin... Yeah. Yes. Something... I can probably look it up. Yeah, please do, because I'm butchering yeah. the hell out of there. They're the developer of the game outside of Explosum. You know, they're the ones who really are the, the driving force behind it. Um, knowing that, that, you know, Explosum was behind it, I was willing to give it a go, you know. Galvanic. Galvanic. Thank you. I knew it was Galvan something. Yeah, there we go. The... Galvanic. Galvanic. Thank... Sorry, guys, if you're listening. Now, let's let's look at the game for a minute. If you don't know what it is, the object of the game is very simple with an albeit cyanide and happiness flare. And if you've seen the trailer to the game, the, the launch trailer, <laughs> it's perfect. It's hilarious. So yeah. you are essentially one of the last remaining humans left on Earth. One of the rejects. God is offering a golden ticket to one person to get into heaven, creating kind of a free-for-all battle royale situation, pitting player against player to get that ticket. So you are dropped into this world, this chaotic, mm-hmm. apocalyptic world, and you've got to go collect your ammo, you got to go collect your items, whatever you can to survive, and you're... From what I could see, you're pitted against 24 other players. So it's like you, well, mm-hmm. I guess you and 23 others. So in one yep. area, get out there and try to survive. Kill everybody and, and be the guy who gets the golden ticket. Right. It looks like Cyanide and Happiness has got their design, their structure. Uh, when you first get in, you get to create your character, which... Again, like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan of that. So you actually get to create your mm-hmm. own little cyanide and happiness avatar, whatever you want to do. And in true fashion, you've got all the crazy aspects you'd imagine. You've got you can be any color you want, from what I could see. 
you can have mm-hmm. any hair color you want as far as i could see your hairstyles mm-hmm. go from you know anything fancy to simple and then you even had like one where it goes like over your eyes <laughs> just some <laughs> weird insanity i think there was even one where it was like botched hair like a botched haircut like he had the mange i could be wrong I'm pretty sure i saw that it something like that sounds yeah, right. it sounds right sounds like them <laughs> uh they even have you got uh, voice options which is one male one female then you also have the ability to add a dong and boobs if you want mm-hmm. now you're not seeing them and it doesn't matter what sex you are either no, right you, you can, can have add them both you want, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the other thing you can be uh what is it a hermaphrodite <laughs> I think that's the, the proper yeah. term. So you can have both. You can have nothing. You can have everything. Whatever you want. You can do it all. Right. Now, granted, you're not seeing these things, but you see bulge through the clothes. So right. you see a... You get it. There's a bulge. And a fun sound effect that goes along oh, with it. Oh, when uh, I added the dong just to see <laughs> what would happen, and the character went, uh-huh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then you add the boobs, and it's like, ooh. And like, oh, prissy yeah. and prancy. But if you take them away... I took the boobs away first, and it was like, oh, oh, like if they're so out, distraught. Like, oh, where are they? You, you lose the dong, and he's like, oh. <laughs> so they they knew what they were I doing when they added these these added little humor uh, bits, you know, humoristic bits. Yeah. For for just little things, it it adds a little something. Once you create your character, you can you know add clothes. Now, in what I would assume is typical. Battle Royale fashion, from what I know of Fortnite, we'll use it as the, the prime example. You're going to play the game. You're going to earn something that will then in turn gain you outfits. Because mm-hmm. you start with bare minimum. But I think I actually got, uh, there was like a bonus outfit, which is like a, a bloody smock and a, a hockey mask for... I okay. guess being in on it early, maybe for the alpha or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I earned that, and they, you know, that came up on the screen. It was like, hey, you've earned this. And I was like, oh, cool. So I've got clothes. Otherwise, you'd be running around in your, you know, underwear until you got real clothes. Yeah. So you. As you do in the Rapture. As you do. So from what I've noticed in this game, and if I am wrong, it's because I didn't spend, you know, hours upon hours upon hours playing it. And we'll get to that in a minute. But. You earn tickets while you play. Not the golden ticket, but for, I guess, assume however long you can survive, you will earn a certain amount of tickets. Okay. And since I didn't play very well, I earned, like, a ticket a time. <laughs> but <laughs> I think I had... Now, this could have been something that they offered up, you know, as a, a early access, like if you're playing early. I had 100 tickets from the start, and I was like, oh, okay. You can use that, and then you trade that in for items, you know clothes, hats, and whatnot, and uh, um, other additions you can put on your character. So there's that incentive to go in and play, to earn the tickets, to then in turn get more outfits and stuff like that to kind of Mm -hmm. make your character more customizable the way you want. That being said, I was not good at this game. I sucked at this game. Now, when I say... I've never played these games, so it was new. The control scheme, mm-hmm. I'll say this. I'm not dogging the control scheme the way it's set up. I feel like it's just something I personally am just not capable of doing because I don't play these types of games 
primarily on PC. If there was a controller involved, I may have been able to manage it more, but the way it was... Is it controller compatible? I tried, and my controller didn't seem to take too kindly to it. Like, nah, this is not happening. So I tried customizing my controls as best I could, you know, trying to make it easy. But we're talking about keyboard and mouse playing. That's how you have to do this. Because okay. the, the way it sits is kind of in a diagonal uh, focus. You can actually turn the camera around because the way everything's kind of set up in a 3D fashion, if someone's hiding behind a, a tree or a house or something like that, you can shift the camera and then be able to spot them. So, I mean, it's a it's a neat little way to do it because that would kind of be BS regardless if you couldn't see your character. Mm-hmm. But you have to you control the character with the keypad or, you know, whether it's your W, A, S, and D, or your up, down, left, right, however you want to manage it, you can customize your controls, your buttons, however you want it. Mm -hmm. But then you aim and shoot with your mouse pad. So you have to be that kind of gamer. I'm not that kind of gamer. I tried. So I might have done all right. You you may do a lot better than me because it's, it's foreign to me. You know, like, I get it, and I'm sitting here... I have my fingers a certain way, but my brain has not quite figured out where these buttons are on the keypad unless I'm typing. Like, I can type without right. looking at the screen, but controlling a See, character... See, I go straight to the keyboard and my fingers automatically go to WASD. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's just where I go. I mean, I would be sitting up here, and again, the way they've got the control scheme set up is not bad because you reload with your F button... Uh, you can mm-hmm. shift your camera with your E button, and then your numbers up top will use, uh, I think it's 7, 8, and 9. There might, may have been 6 or 0, either one, I can't remember. Um, but they, like if you uh, gather up health items, bandages, and things like that, you can use those on the fly. Okay. But I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, my brain would always stop and say, where's the F button, or where's that button? And I knew where my fingers were. But I would always have to just kind of glance over at it and try to process it. So I was always sure. moving slower. I was always struggling to manage how to play. So that was kind of, I don't know, it was frustrating. It was very, very frustrating because yeah. I wanted to make it work. I tried a controller. That didn't work. So it was just like, well, I just I don't feel like I'm going to be fair on rating this game properly because I'm, yeah. I'm getting frustrated for my lack of PC gaming, you know, knowledge. But we'll just have to up your skills. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it really is going to have to come down to. Because I, like I said, I died so much. I would probably yeah. stay in a game. And you're probably playing with people who've been there since day one. No that's been like doubt. hardcore fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I, I stepped into the alpha for a little <laughs> bit and I messed around with it. And I was like, I, even then, I knew I was like, I don't think this is going to be a game for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not built for what I want to play it's just not something i'm into but the the character creation is good the graphics were great now from a technical standpoint i did have some lag issues but i also could attribute that to my own personal internet connection i mean i was able to play Mm -hmm. but there were times that you know my character would kind of lag behind like i'd be moving and then he'd jump back rubber band a little bit yeah Yeah. um i you know time or two i'd see a connection issue where it would just say, hey, connection's slow or whatever. And like, All right, well, that's my fault. There was one instance, and I don't know if this was something on mine or if this was a bug in the game. So if you're playing it and you've seen this, maybe you can 
tell me or maybe you've yet to experience, but if you do, you'll be aware. There was a time that I had just messed around with my character creation. And, you know, I saw that I had a few new items and I was like, oh, cool. So I put on a hat and stuff like that. Then when I went to play the game and start up a match, I got instantly dropped into a game. Now, keep in mind, there's like a, um, what would you call it? Kind of like a waiting room, I guess, as they're prepping the yeah, match. Yeah, like you're in queue yeah. or whatever. So you'll yeah. see you'll see your character kind of sitting there uh, waiting until the, the time counts down and you, you drop into the match. I got dropped into a match immediately, and I was not my created character. Like, I was stripped. I've heard that, actually. I've heard that bug. So yeah. I was like, well, what the hell is this? So, I mean, I continued to play, but it was just like, well, I, this is this is kind of weird. So that, that bug is something I ran into. If you run into it, too, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but graphically, it looks fantastic. It, it's, it's like you're running around in that world. The mm-hmm. music, uh, they have really just music in the opening. There's not really music that I can recall while you're playing. So, yeah. but the music that's there, I mean, it's it's decent music. Hopefully, you're hearing it right now. If you're not, I couldn't get access to it. So, eh. uh, the yeah, <laughs> the weapons and ideas. A surprise. Yeah, the weapons that they had, they had some pretty interesting stuff because everything is kind of crafted out of handmade items or just random things that you had. Like there was a CD launcher, so you had this gun that just shot CDs at people. You had like a <laughs> oh, that's funny pencil sharpener gun or something like that you shoot pencils at somebody uh-huh. you got then more i guess appropriate things like nail guns and stuff like that there was also mm-hmm. you can also collect um big bomb weapons i guess would be the best way or i guess um weapons that are meant to attack more than one person i i just say a bomb okay. weapon or something like that like area of effect or yeah. something like that aoe stuff yeah. so you yeah. get one of those and you can carry it around and then if you i guess got the right skill level you can drop it into a group and then boom you get a whole bunch of them Mm -hmm. at a time one that i saw that i really liked because there was one that was like a guitar and then there was another it was like i feel like it was like a cryo machine or something like that i'm having a little trouble remembering what it was but there was one called the (laughs) f-bomb nice and then you throw it it hits the ground and then it just blows up and i guess you're expecting it to go like or something like that, which would have been mm-hmm. funny, but it was like, <laughs> something. Actually, I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very subtle, but, you know, you just saw the big cloud, F-bomb. And it was like, all right, that nice. was pretty good. So, and it's very cleverly designed. It's, it's, there's an audience out here for this. Guaranteed. Right, yeah, yeah. There's, I'm not dog, you know, the negative that you're hearing from me, it's not from saying it's a bad game. It's just not a game for me. If you love player versus player games, if you love this type of genre, I would recommend going out and playing this game. If you like cyanide and happiness. Then, I mean, that's a double whammy for you. You're winning on all fronts. But even Mm -hmm. even if that wasn't the case, if this wasn't cyanide and happiness, but it was a game just like this, but without their name, I still think that player versus player people would love it. You know, if you you enjoy battle royale games, you'll love it. It's a great game. It's just not for me. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many more times I would actually sit down and play it. I might try it again. Maybe try to hone in my skills to try and become that mm-hmm. you know better PC player because this is going to be that game that would actually help me do it. 
because the skill level needs to be on the high end of things. You need to know how to, to incorporate your keyboard and your mouse like a pro, like a champ. Yeah. I'm just not there. I'm an amateur level PC player. I've got point and click is good enough for me. <laughs> you know, the only game I played on uh, PC that was not point and click, but I got to use the controller, would have been Cuphead. So there's that. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to use the keyboard. I did. Platformers, you, you want yeah. a controller, though. I did. Yeah. I did do that uh, early on before because I, I wanted to play it early <laughs> and I didn't have access yeah. to the controller. So I was like, I'm going to play this. And I'll just I'll try with keyboard. And I did, I did all right. Hard. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you? Like, I can't. I mean, was, like, that's the one area where keyboard and mouse, I'm like, eh, eh. It's, that's too hard. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I did pro. I did so much better with a controller. But I was just like, eh, yeah, mm-hmm. I could probably do this. But right. no. I, I'll just kind of end it there. If, again, I don't, it's not It's not my game. I, I, mm-hmm. I just, I can't stand behind it in that aspect. But it's a, it's a solid game beyond that so yep. i think you'll like it i think given time they'll patch up some of the bugs that i saw it, it, it's still going to be it's going to be a fun game it'll be a popular game i have no doubt it's just not for me mm-hmm. so fair enough yeah gotta be where i leave it guys i'm sorry but freak apocalypse that's what i'm looking forward to there you and go. i'm hoping that in the next few weeks we'll actually hear more about it because i know that they were talking about having episode one out by December of this year, but I've I do I follow their um, forum where they talk about it, and they've not been making too many announcements here lately. So they may have uh, shifted no. a little focus to Rapture Rejects to get it done. So I can understand that, but sure. I was really kind of hoping to see Freak Apocalypse by the end of this year. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not gonna not gonna bash them or anything like that i'm just I'm, a- I'm anxious yeah. i'm anxious that's all it is yeah. it's nothing against them i'm just anxious to play the game because i yeah i really want to see what they do with that because it was a lot of fun at, at pax maybe we'll see them again at pax yeah hopefully maybe yeah we'll so be there stay tuned people for the next <laughs> couple of months <laughs> for the pax announcements but uh that's our show Thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you. And if you want to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions or pencil and paper productions.podbean.com. Click become a patron in the top right hand corner. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. If you rather email us, you can email us at supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and uh, look at our pretty little pictures. Tell us, uh, tell your friends to find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast. I would recommend Podbean because you know that's where we're at. But you know, you yeah. you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to check out our streams on Twitch Sundays at two p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, which was yesterday. So hopefully you were there. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> But anyway... Or keep tuning in. Yeah, keep tuning in, please, please. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Lacia Finley. Join us again next time. Super Mega Crash Crew. But until then... Game on!
been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.